0: Welcome to our Your Harrogate podcast. It's Thursday, the 1st of July, and how nice to be talking about an event, a really good event taking place in Harrogate this evening. Tipple in the TP is happening at the Cedar Court Hotel, and the star of the show is with us on our podcast today, Stephen Green from Harrogate Tipple. So, you're the man who's going to make this a great night for everybody. No pressure
1: yeah god well i wouldn't say i'm the star of the show i think gin is the star of the show for this night but uh, yeah we had a we had a very successful one last month it went down an absolute storm and actually it was just great to see an event happen again i mean it was you know it was a long time coming and uh yes it went down very well and hopefully tonight will be even better
0: yeah so so the the Tell me if I'm right on this, because Linda, the Minister of Fun from the Cedar Court, has has told us a fair bit about this. So so the idea really is people come along. The the teepee, by the way, looks great at the Cedar Court. So people come along and there's gin and there's tapas. And then you're actually going to talk us through how these gins are actually made in Ripley.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, there's a very few distilleries that actually make gin within the Harrogate region and we, we are fortunate enough to do some fantastic gins so as you said they'll get they'll get tapas they'll get three gin and tonics uh, from made by me personally so we'll have a nice selection there we've got four different gins all together we've got a premium which is a classic gin then we've got a blueberry gin we've got a, a gooseberry gin and we've got a, rubri, uh, uh, a rhubarb gin
0: it might be called a rubrician <laughs> after after a couple of just sort of getting in the mood. What well, that's what I was going to say. How how how? Obviously, uh, I mean, it's very easy when you encourage, Oh, have you tried tried that? Oh, I've got to try this. It's very easy, isn't it? And also the fact that we all haven't done loads of socialising. It's very easy to get loose, isn't it? At these at these sorts of things in in a nice way, in a nice way. And then and then people will ask you questions, and people will kind of relax into that a bit. Yeah, absolutely. And it's one thing I always do because they don't want to hear me waffling
1: on all night. You know, they want to drink first and foremost, (laughs) let's face (laughs) it. But I always throw it out to them. I'll say, look, is there any burning questions you want to ask? Because people are genuinely interested in what they're drinking, what the process is, you know, even down to why have you got an otter as your logo, Mm. you know, why Harrogate, Uh, why do you use Harrogate spring water? So there's a lot of interest there.
0: And people love local. I mean more than more than most places do they people love the fact that things are locally produced.
1: Hundred percent. Even more so now with what we've gone through in the last year. Uh, it really resonates with people that independence and, and knowing where your product's from. I think that's massively important now moving forward. And with that we we have that in abundance. You know we we as I said we, we make it with Harrogate Springwater, which we all know. Uh, we're, 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 our distillery is here in Ripley Castle, the estate, which is, as we all know, five minutes away from from Harrogate. Um, so yeah, it's it's it, we've got the ingredients and and and, and people like that. The, the, you know, they want to know where their products from.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So so the story of of Harrogate Tipple. So so you're based basically in the grounds uh, at Ripley Castle, and and we we'll, we'll, we'll talk about we'll talk about the 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 school and the shop and all those things in a second but but to go back to, to the history of Harrogate Tipple, so you started nearly five years ago.
1: Yeah, yeah, just over five years ago uh, we started um, I used to work in TV and film in London, moved here eight years ago, I was fortunate to uh, spend a, a, a lot of time filming with Bacardi, the, the big drinks giant who make rum uh, I spent some time in Mexico with those guys America, around the world basically meeting these fantastic master distillers who handed the recipe down filmed all these lovely distilleries fell in love with it then and uh, cut a long story short I was on a, another film assignment in Moscow sat at a bar in a hotel bar and I ordered some water and I was served Harrogate spring water and it was bang that was that light bulb moment of wow I'm all the way here in Moscow I've just moved to this fantastic place called Harrogate which we all know and fell in love with and I'm getting served Harrogate spring water. So that that was, as I said, the big light bulb moment for me.
0: So to move from the film and TV world into, into the gin world, you must have to have you must have had to have a, a passion and interest to start with. Yeah. Drinking. Yeah. <laughs> Good, yeah. so anyone, any yeah. of us can do it. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so, so it's that, but it starts with you must have been the kind of person who were you always interested in, you know, say for example, you're drinking a gin or, or a red wine or whatever, were you always someone who, who took that extra interest?
1: Yeah, massively. In fact, uh, what I originally set out to do was set up a brewery here in Harrogate. Yeah, um, I'm very much into my beer and most alcohol is it. there's yeah. a theme here uh, and actually <laughs> sally my wife she grew up in brazil and she was surrounded by um expats drinking gin and tonics yeah. so that's where that came in i didn't know much about gin at the time funnily enough so what we did we set out and, and found a master distiller that knew what they were doing and uh, thank god we found tom nickel uh, who we call affectionately gin god here in the company, uh, he he spent 42 years at Diageo, and he made all the Tanquerays, Tanqueray Ten, you know, world famous gins, and we got him on him him him, him on board, which was uh, yeah,
0: great. And and how how difficult is it? Because we're sort of we're almost sort of flippantly saying, you know, the gin is made here in, in Ripley. How difficult is it to set all that up? Is it straightforward, or, or is there quite a lot of blood, sweat, and tears? I was literally you took the words out of my
1: mouth blood sweat and a lot of tears it, it's been a very hard journey um we've put a lot of work into it because it is you know it's a small company um we don't have any big backers any investors it, uh, you know we we've done everything off our own back myself and Sally uh but we've got an incredible team we've got Andrea who's just unbelievable Paul our shopkeeper We've got Rob, who's just joined us. We've got we've got a really lovely little team, and I think that massively helps. And if you're passionate about something, then you know it's going to work.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and in terms of where we are now, so so in the grounds of Ripley Castle, you've just opened a shop and a gin school. So tell us a bit about that. Yeah,
1: so um, this came about only um, about five months ago. We had actually um, set about having our gin school in the garden walls itself, but. Um, Unfortunately the roof was fallen down so we were given this space which is a fantastic space as you can see now um, you know we're, we're, it used to be the gift shop of Ripley Castle um, so we've took over that space so we've not only just put our gin school in here we've also opened a shop we had a shop previously in the distillery but now we're in this sort of castle courtyard. Uh, where the tea rooms are, there's a lot more footfall. Uh, so there's a lot more, you know, um, people seeing what we're doing.
0: Yeah, and if it's been a while since you've been into the grounds of Ripley Castle, because because it just has, and that's life. If you can picture where the where the cafe and the gift shops are, you'll you'll be able to picture it in your head. You will have at some point been here for some reason and been through and everything. And actually, you always think of gift shops as selling kind of bookmarks and pens with rubbers on the end. So I think the idea that you can get some gin. <laughs> Without a doubt, (laughs) and that's what you could get previously here. (laughs) Uh, you know, there's still people coming in and where's the gift
1: shop? Oh wow, well, well, there's gin here you can now. Buy some gin. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. And
0: and, um, <laughs> and Paul obviously very well known from from Ripley Post Office. Yes,
1: absolutely. You know, we've uh, affectionately called him the shopkeeper. I've got another word for him, but we don't we don't we don't talk <laughs> about that. But he's he's great, he's, he's 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 part of the village, he lives in the village.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and one of the things which we hear a lot following the, the lockdown and, and the times that people have had to spend at home is is how more connected than ever people feel to home. And again, what people who, who sort of pop in and out of Ripley for events and things might not realise is how much community spirit there is amongst people who live here. You know, the primary school and everything as well. It is, it's it's unbelievable
1: this village. It's it's unlike anywhere in the world. And I've been fortunate to go around the world filming and I've not come across a village like this. It's it's like a, a film set. It's it's so it is. unique. Isn't it so unique and like you say the people are lovely people that you know they all take part in what the village does yeah. the school as you said you know I think there's 26 kids in that school and yeah but great. it's
0: very it's you know places that have that have a lot of touristy things going on sometimes you think of other parts of the country like you think of Cornwall in winter and you think that they can end up being a bit a bit desolate in in non sort of tourism times whereas here there's always people coming in and going, because obviously people who live nearby in, in Ripon and Harrogate and Nairs, but like coming here as well. But obviously there's obviously a lot of local community with the school, with the hotel, with everything else happening here. So it is it is such a great location. As well as the shop then, the the gin school, which we're actually sat in this morning, this is something really quite different, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it really is. There's, there's, there's many gin schools around the world. Um you know there's no getting away from that but what we wanted to create here was something that will be the best in the world it's going to be a very immersive experience um you know the classroom looks fantastic uh, but we're gonna we're gonna do things differently here we we've we've got our own botanical patches in the in the walled gardens you know the gardens have been there for 700 years so you'll actually go in the gardens you'll taste you'll smell what botanicals
0: you want in your gin and that sets us apart from everyone so, so you you sort of start here, it's a bit like a field trip, isn't it? Uh, you, you'll start here in the classroom, but then you actually go off and pick. So that's picking from... What you like the smell of, what what you like the look of, what you might grow yourself. Absolutely. It's just like putting a recipe together, I guess, even at home, you know. So everything everybody makes will be exceedingly unique then? Yeah, absolutely. We did a
1: test yesterday and it was just a great experience. We yeah, loved and is there
0: any way, if I come and do that with very little knowledge, is there any way that that can go wrong then or, or, or will it all, all sort of work out okay?
1: Yeah, I think, I think,
0: yeah, you, I think with gin, it's less is more I've learned. Yeah. So
1: not putting a load of stuff in you yeah. just got to be quite delicate with it and yeah. and matching you know having a floral element in there then you should have some citrus element in there and then maybe it's a bit of spice so it's just sort of working out like you would do with cooking basically um, is the best way to look at it but yeah it can go wrong but hopefully you know <laughs> I think you'll still drink it
0: <laughs> well exactly I, it, is, it is such an interesting idea I mean I mean the the backdrop here is beautiful I mean, you sort of, you feel like, as you say, it is a bit like a film set. And and, um, sort of connection there as well, which we'll come onto with Downton Abbey. But just on this, just on this, um, the score. So people will be able to do this with family and friends or it might be a colleagues kind of team building event.
1: Yeah, massively. Corporate dues, uh, hen dues, stag do's, you name it. We've got 12 stations in here. It's like an old classroom. Actually, these tables are from a science classroom. Um, you'll you'll start at the distillery. You just need a blackboard in here, don't you? <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> we've got black walls anyway. Yeah, and uh, these these old charts are from from a uh, from a 1940 school.
0: And in terms of talking of like the word school, then it, do people have to? I know this sounds silly, but do people have to pay attention? You know, have you actually got to learn to get it right?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that's going to be hard when there's 12 people in, especially yep. if on a Hindu. On yeah. a Hindu, yeah, yeah, I think. Or a yeah. <laughs> There is statues as well, but yeah, I think girls. Will We'll we'll get a little bit giggly in here you know so we've got we've got to keep our eye on that but they have to listen obviously you know for the knowledge it's important but you are going to be greeted with a gin and tonic you're going to have three gin and tonics throughout the time you're here you're going to go to the distillery see the big stills where it's made first and foremost and then come here drink more and drink more and
0: make some yeah, yeah very good very good <laughs> and when does it all open from then
1: i hope we were supposed to open this week uh, obviously we're just waiting for um, this is a freedom day. yeah, yeah. freedom yeah.
0: yeah right well we'll have a word with boris for you thank and, you and and um mentioned downton abbey there is a connection
1: yeah massive connection yeah so we we uh we are now uh, making the official downton abbey drinks so we make a whiskey a gin uh, two gins actually a rhubarb gin and a, and a premium gin uh, which we're exporting to australia china the us and now canada
0: yeah and there's another downtown abbey film
1: in the not too distant future and obviously a local connection to here as well oh massively massively i mean the ingleby's always mentioned in the show you know Ripon's mentioned in the sh- every every episode and obviously the last film was filmed just up the road at Harwood house and yes we've got the new film Downton Abbey Two coming out this Christmas, which yeah. is really exciting.
0: So, so having good tipple,
1: going around the world, massively. Yeah, it's been amazing. We just actually exported to China very recently. Uh, as I said, Australia, we've been successfully doing that for the last year, and now we're about to go into Canada. So it's uh, yeah, it's so exciting for
0: us. And and is this what you expected to happen? After, you know, five years ago. I mean, I mean, in terms of how you measure the the success of where you've got to.
1: Absolutely no chance. I, I sort of pinch myself sometimes just to see what we actually have achieved here, and it is quite an awful lot in, in the five years we've done it, I must say. And that's, you know, again, with the blood, sweat, and tears that we've gone through. But it's very rewarding now. I think if you get past five years, then you know you've done something well. And, and just seeing, you know, Seeing us around the world is just, it's, it's so rewarding, it yeah. really is, yeah.
0: Well, enjoy the Cedar Court TP this evening, the tipple and the TP. Thank you so much for your time and telling us all about it. And best of luck for the, uh, the Freedom Day on the 19th of July. Thank you so much, Nick. So there you go. Big thanks to Stephen from Harrogate Tipple for being our special guest tonight. Go and see them in their shop at Ripley or go along tonight to the Tipple in the teepee at the Cedar Court Hotel. Big thanks to Hacks, who sponsor the Your Harrogate podcast. And the biggest thanks of all, thanks to you for listening. We're going to be back tomorrow with a podcast all about volunteering in Harrogate. So I look forward to catching you then. In the meantime, have a lovely day.